Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your post-impact wrestling show. It is August 25th. I am here. As always, I am Joel Pearl. I am here with my bestie, my favorite, my going off on another tangent. Oh, my God, it's Cresta Star. How are you, Cresta? I once again have had our tab open up in another tab, and I was like, Joel Pearl is coming in in stereo for Joel Pearls. I'm seeing double. Hi, guys. It's me, Cresta, and I am super excited to talk Impact Wrestling. How are you, Joel? How was your week? Did you enjoy wrestling this week? You've been a very busy man this week. I've been a very busy man. I have talked a lot about wrestling. I've had some people talking to me about wrestling. It was it was something. There were certain things about wrestling that I absolutely loved, and uh, there were some things about wrestling that I absolutely didn't love. But as for me personally, I'm doing okay. I got the house to myself tonight. Uh, I was able to make some, some curry, Thai, uh, uh-huh. veggie, rice dish, which is great. Uh, my 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 wife is allergic to uh, to to curry to coconut. Oh so, no! Uh, yeah, so whatever. If I can make it, I'll make it. But other than that, <laughs> if I can make it, I will make it. But otherwise, I'll just do it on my own. Uh, yeah, I can't complain. You know what? There was a lot going on. Impact was good tonight. Uh, at least in my opinion. We'll see what the chat has to say. There was some good stuff. Some okay stuff. I'm sure Cresta, you'll also have some opinions on Impact Wrestling. I always got opinions. That's what I do. Opinion Nation over here. <laughs> but of course. If you're here in the chat, hello, how are you doing? Good to see you. If you have a sec, go ahead, leave a thumbs up on this video. Say hello to us here at Fightful.com and at YouTube.com slash Fightful, where you can subscribe to us. Always breaking news, always talking wrestling, always doing the stuff. There are some interviews coming out, some fun stuff. Keep an eye out. We'll talk about Select in a minute if you really want the breaking news, Crash the Star. Breaking news. Oh, my gosh. Breaking news. I'm ready for it. Always. Always. Well, I was ready for BTI. I was ready for Impact. How did you feel overall tonight's show? We usually started this out of five rating. How would you uh, How would you rate Impact tonight? A three, a three, a solid three. I, I'm gonna say I start off with the things I like. Commentary from BTI all the way to the end, superb. Commentary all tonight had me laughing. 
but I was also raised that if you don't have anything nice to say, um, don't say anything at all. So the chicken was lovely. Was it, uh, was it glazed? How was the chicken cooked? It was herb roasted and pan fried. <laughs> <laughs> Any good sides to come with it? We got some potatoes. We got some, uh, some mash. What are we doing? We had a side of Zicky Dice and Johnny Sweet. <laughs> I so okay. First of all, sorry, I got I got I got to go on the tangent for a sec. So I met, I met up with a friend today for lunch. Okay, mm-hmm. this is where we go from like a hundred million viewers to zero. Uh, <laughs> meet up with a friend for lunch, and uh, I the the place I went to had this this burger, and the burger style was a. Um, people are gonna be like you, you fat bastard uh it's like it's it, it's a grilled cheese bun with burger and bacon okay so i gave my order whatever the the burger was called and they came out with a grilled cheese with bacon like a bacon grilled cheese and i was like it's not what i ordered it just it was bad it was just the, they fixed it they got the burger for me but man if you're gonna do it don't have a bacon grilled cheese and a grilled cheese bacon burger on your on your menu or at least teach your staff. But anyway, the point is, pan-seared fried chicken. What are we talking about? Oh, Impact Wrestling. It's Impact Wrestling for August 25th. I love it. Maybe y'all have a better burger in your head. I don't know. BTI, open up the show. And, of course, we got to talk about it for the next 25 to 35 minutes. Swingman and Zicky Dice take on the team of Bullet Club's Ace Austin and Hikaleo. Uh, I actually really thought this match was a lot of fun. The, the flex-off to start the match between Ace and Swingman. By the way, if you didn't know Ace's thighs, they won the whole thing. Mess. 30 waist, 42 <laughs> around the thigh. Yo, that match was comedy, but it was actually really good. It was really good comedy, all things considered. And I, I went into it with the expectations on the floor, and I was blown away. And commentary, how many, the name of the game was innuendo. And how many, <laughs> I'm not even going to finish that statement because I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. <laughs> no, no, please. Let your failure flop fly. You know what? You're right. The name of the game tonight was innuendo and how many can you fit in there? <laughs> You're not the only one who gets to make innuendo tonight. And we'll talk about Killer Kelly's promo in a few minutes. <laughs> the whole night was commentary and innuendo. <laughs> Hikaleo doing the Tongan death grip is phenomenal. For those who don't know, Hikaleo's daddy is Ming, a.k.a. the baddest badass ever to be a badass in professional wrestling. And I love him using the Tongan death grip. Match ends. Ace Austin hits the fold on Zicky Dice. He eats the pin. Swingman never loses. So, Cresta, I ask you very plainly, when do we get Swingman as the champion? So I'm going to answer this seriously first. (laughs) First, I will say that commentary did say that they've never won. They've never won. But the Swingman does never lose. I think it would have to take a black Taurus push, like, holy crap, he won this. Okay, Johnny Swinger ain't bad. Holy crap, he won that. Okay, can Josh Alexander, okay, Eddie Edwards is the champion. Yeah, Johnny Swinger for champion. Johnny Swinger for champion. There we go, there we go. That's how you find the way. Because the way things are looking and the lines in the sand, if <sighs> I don't want to wish that into existence. But, yes, Johnny Swinger for president. The chicken was lovely. <laughs> I'm seeing in the chat, Johnny Swinger for digital media champion. You can't give a man whose internet access is from the 1980s a digital media championship. You think he knows how to use Twitter? I've tried to tweet him. He doesn't know. He doesn't do it. 
So how can Swingman be a digital media champion if he doesn't hold the championship? By the way, if you want to be the champion of our hearts, you can go ahead and donate a super chat. What's the cheap super chat you ask? Bottom of the screen on youtube.com slash Fightful, there is a dollar sign. Any amount that you click and donate will get your question or statement around the air. It also helps myself and Cresta look good in front of Sean Ross Sapp, So you can be like, hey, Sean, Joel and Cresta are great. But you know what's even better? I like it when they get paid. So go ahead and do that. Or you can donate a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. Crest to tell them how they can spend their hard-earned money on our supporting. You can go to HumperChats.com. It's just like the Super Chats here on um, YouTube or wherever you're getting your Super Chats from. Except we keep a little bit more. And it makes us look good in the eyes, again, of our Lord and Savior, Sean Ross Sapp. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Batter, Letter of Saints. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have to talk to that man afterwards. I'm screwed. Why would um, you do that? I love and respect you, Sean. You're really tall. Please don't choke Sammy. <laughs> valid point. Swingman never loses. Swingman should be not only the champion, but he should probably also join Bullet Club. Could you imagine all Swingman all decked out in, in, in Bullet Club attire? Come on. Come on. He's the guy. I have to stop myself from laughing because, again, tonight is a night of innuendos. But remember when Ace Austin was trying to sleep with Eddie Edwards' wife? And then Johnny Swing and Ace Austin on the same team. And somehow Zicky Dice going to get roped into No, no, no. That's my answer, no. Swing club. Jesus Christ. You started this. We went, we went from up here, and we are dragging that bar down as far as it goes. It doesn't matter, baby, because it's a dungeon. The bar's on the ground. <laughs> Good Lord. Impact itself opens up with the Knockouts tag titles on the line. The team of Vex, the new Knockouts champion, Knockout tag champions, take on the team of Mia Yim and Knockouts world champion Jordan Grace. Diana Perrazzo wears a sheer cape now. I think that's very worth uh, putting out there. And uh, Chelsea Green, so, okay, so this is hilarious, uh, to me at least. At one point, commentary is putting over the new micro brawlers that are coming out, and they're oh. talking about putting out a uh, Team Canada variation of Bobby Roode. And I'm just like, well, that's a name I haven't heard in a very long time, because you certainly aren't seeing him in WWE right now, but uh-huh. he'll show up eventually, I assume. Either way, uh, I then hear commentary say, oh, Chelsea Green's Canadian. And I'm thinking to myself... If Chelsea Green started a Team Canada, who would be in Chelsea Green's Team Canada? You ever think about that? You ever think about who the Canadians are? Did you know Chelsea Green was Canadian first one? I, I did not that. know. And every time I think of Team Canada, I'm like, well, Petey Williams, obviously. Yes. <laughs> no matter where you go, I feel like Petey Williams, and you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't have Sammy Callahan or Kevin, not Sammy Callahan, I'm sorry. Um, Sammy Zayn or Kevin Owens from somewhere just apparate. <laughs> you got to have them from somewhere. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Petey Williams' birthday this weekend. <laughs> Ah, well, happy birthday. You'll probably never see this, but happy birthday from me to you. Happy birthday, Petey Williams. <laughs> I'm seeing Taya in the chat. She is from Vancouver. Speedball Mike Bailey is from Quebec. Uh, Josh Alexander, of course, who's just up the road from me outside of Toronto. There's some good names in there. Actually, I, I, I'm a big fan of adding uh, Taya, Josh, and Mike. Uh, and then Scott Moore has to be the coach. No question. It can't be anyone else. No one else. But yes, Petey. Chelsea Green got to be the mouthpiece. She's got to be the mouthpiece. Yes. The oh, Diener. Diener's the- yeah. another one that I would absolutely. Oh, he is from Canada? Yeah, I actually saw him this past weekend over at Greektown Wrestling. Him and Big Joe had a great tag match. Uh, by the way, 
I also spoke to a few uh, people, and you'll be able to see those interviews soon on uh, Fightful. Hmm? Period. How about, uh, how about Trey Miguel? He's not Canadian. I spoke oh, to him. I was going to say, is he Canadian? <laughs> He's not Canadian. I spoke to Trey Miguel. Uh, I spoke to RJ City. Mm-hmm. RJ City tore me apart for solid 15 minutes, by the way. It was awful. It's all good. I'm, I'm going to take you. Don't tell anyone I said this, but I'm going to take you to the school of promo cutting because we're going to, they're not going to keep talking about you. Yeah. I got you. You're going to, <laughs> I get, I just get bullied is what happens. I just get bullied on Bible. That, that, that's the whole thing. And I can't, I don't get it. And then RJ City's all like, yeah, no, it's fine. And he just tears me apart for a solid 15 minutes. That's just what I get. I watch RJ City's first match back since the pandemic. By the way, he faced Bupinder Gujar, so there's your impact tie-in because I got to do that. And he beat Bupinder Gujar. Everyone does that, except for tonight. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's get back to the match: Vexed versus Yemen Grace. Uh, there's a moment where they do a blind tag where Perazzo gets herself in uh-huh. to the match. Jordan Grace is kind of facing this and could see it, but instead she turns her back to it. And I thought it was really smart because the next spot is a flying crossbody from Deanna Perrazzo. It's a really good shock moment for Jordan Grace to be hit by that flying crossbody without knowing that it's coming from someone who blind tagged herself in. Thought the match was really good. Uh, we can talk about the ramifications, but the match itself, enjoyable. Cresta, how did you feel about it? Uh, Vexed, do pick up the win. Jordan Grace is pinned by Deanna Perrazzo. So I like this match overall. I like, again, commentary theme of the night. They put over that this is the same team that Vexed beat to become um, number one contenders. They beat them before, so this should be light work for them. Most importantly, I think Perazzo getting the pin on Grace was crucial, especially with Masha Slamovich right at her door. It it does set something up later on in the night, but I like the idea that maybe Grace and Yim stay together and this becomes an ongoing thing with, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, with Vex. And this way, if the if Grace drops the title to Masha, it won't be like some grave injustice because these are two women who I'm excited to see wrestle. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I'm excited to see uh, Peraza versus Masha. <laughs> I'm excited for that. When that happened, I was like, but yes, I think that if even if some shenanigans does happen, no one's really going to question it because there's a storyline. There's a baby. The seed is in the dirt right now. I thought it was a good match. I'm always excited to see Grace um, wrestle. And um, let me just make sure I got the whole note. I mean, Grace getting pinned by Peraza, I thought it was a little bit of a yikes. But of course, Green cheated. So come on, good teamwork. You can't be mad at that. What did you think about it? <laughs> on top of that, just just piggybacking on the idea of the the the. Uh, teamwork by green and and uh and perrazzo their do collector as they call it their finisher that pendulum slam it's really solid it's really good uh you mentioned that there was uh some distraction going on there was really cool they did like a, a, a cool spot where mia yim hits a missile drop kick on diana and uh-huh. then chelsea hits a blockbuster on mia yim jordan grace hits a gut wrench power bomb on chelsea green and then they do a dive to the outside yim and grace but uh it ends up being that it, we get back in the ring Green does the distraction, like you said, on Jordan Grace, and then the Duke Collector, and that is the one, two, three. The story became Perazzo pins Grace, and that is awesome because we had later on in the night, Gil Kim is approached by Vexed, and they're like, hey, we're unstoppable. We're undeniable. Last time, like Cresta, you were saying, last time we faced those two, mm-hmm. uh, Grace and Yim, we walked out number one contenders. Deanna pinned Grace. 
Therefore, I deserve to be number one contender and tells Gail to stop with the favoritism. And of course, Gail Kim's like, you do deserve a shot. But also, Masha Slamovich has been on a roll. So next week on Impact, they're running Masha Slamovich versus Deanna Perrazzo. And I love this match because while Masha's getting those big wins and just racking them up, Deanna on the other side is absolutely making a case. And these two deserve to fight each other to find out who faces Jordan Grace at Bound for Glory. The only other place I would have done this match would have been Victory Road because that show comes before Bound for Glory. But I think it's like the week before Bound for Glory. So it doesn't make as much sense. If anything, they'll do some sort of like tag match between Deanna and, well, let's say Deanna wins, beats Masha, which I don't want. They'll do Deanna yeah. and, and, and Grace versus, or sorry, Deanna and they'll do Vexed versus Jordan and, and maybe Masha. It would just be interesting to see, do you cut Grace's reign short again for Masha? Do you screw Masha for Perrazzo? And then Masha's like, oh no, oh hell no. Now I'm screwing you over. It's interesting to see where it goes. If like, if <clears throat> sorry, I'm dying today. <laughs> it's about water. I have Kool-Aid in a vitamin water <laughs> bottle. <laughs> but it's like, it'd be interesting if Grace gets to keep it because they didn't mention before, again, said that this you are the shortest reigning champion. So get into it. It'd be interesting that she is the shortest reigning champion again, or does she keep it? And if she keeps it, how do we go from there? I'm interested. Either way, Peraza versus Slamovich, Yes, I, did. I wasn't thinking about that, but now that it's in my mind, I need that every week. And it, it, I think if she does beat her, that's super credible. Super duper, 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 duper. Not to say that she's not credible, but like, yes. And holy crap, you beating Perrazzo? Yes, yeah, that's, yes. Yeah, that, that's a knockout maker. That is what yeah. it is. And Masha Slamovich is already on the ascent. And we talked about how Masha needs to keep upping her game and beating more and more credible women in the mm-hmm. knockouts division. Deanna Peraza is a huge fish. Yes. And that is a big win if she gets it. And it makes more sense to have Jordan versus Masha at Bound for Glory if it's going to be at the hands of defeating Deanna Perrazzo. I don't want there to be much of a schmaz. I'd love it to be just a straight up one-on-one match that ends and that's it. But uh who knows? I mean, again, I, uh, Masha versus Jordan Grace, for example, it's a fresh matchup. Uh, we've talked about it before on, on the post show. Uh, doing that match, doing Masha's first loss to Jordan Grace at Bound for Glory just puts Masha Slamovich on a big tear where she has to do it all again. And then she's extra angry and extra just world beater and then takes out the knockouts champion, whoever that is. That's where I my agree. brain is. I agree with that. That's not a bad shot either. That'd be really nice because if she has to do it all over again, I feel like Killer Kelly has potential. Sometimes I'm just like me, but she has potential. And once Killer Kelly is like all the way there, that'll be a really good match. Oh, a pissed off Masha versus a focused Killer Kelly. That'll be a really good match. There's a lot of opportunity there. And we, we, we're going to keep talking about that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Masha and Killer Kelly. Went, and, and, and I think they're going to purposely keep them apart until, as people continue to talk about it, until they finally meet face to face. And the audience is just going to be like, oh shit, here we go. Yep. Yep. Agreed. 100%. And I'll be there. Agreed. I will be there for it. And like I see in the chat, people are pushing, you know, Masha and Killer Kelly versus Vex versus Grace and Yim in a winner take all. I don't think Mia Yim's going to stick around much longer. I think, you know, she's on a short-term deal. Don't know how long it's going to last. I'm sure 
you know, Sean and anyone else who, who's reporting contract news is going to get that info. But it feels to me like uh, in a new world, uh, Mia Yim could maybe find herself elsewhere. I don't know. It's up to her. I, I'm sure she's having a blast at Impact, but uh-huh. it feels like a winner take all. That's That hasn't been done in Impact, uh, at least in a long time that I can remember. And I will say this, that the, the landscape of wrestling has changed like within the last month alone exponentially. And I think that putting Perrazzo versus Masha on free TV, if you will, is a perfect idea. The booking for everyone is becoming amazing. And I think with the at the landscape the way it is, if Yim stays, it'll be a good look for her. But if she goes, wherever she's going, the future's bright. So, Yeah. I'm moving some notes around so that we don't just go, uh, you know, segment by segment. We'll tie them in Got with you. each other. Because that VBD segment for one is just, I'm going to I'm gonna try not to rip it apart, but there's some classic VBD nonsense in there, and we'll talk about it. We'll move forward. Mike Bennett takes on Carl Anderson. If Carl Anderson wins, Maria Bennett, Canellis Bennett, easy for me to say. Maria's banned from ringside if Carl Anderson wins, uh, and she will not be available for the tag team title match of OGK versus the OG uh, versus uh, the Good Brothers. By the way, don't check Impact Socials again if you don't want to be spoiled. They did it again. <laughs> they they announced a bunch of matches for Lone Star Stampede, which is being taped tomorrow, and they're basically spoiling a lot of things. So be careful on Impact Socials if you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, this match, though, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this match is great, man. It's a match between two bearded bald guys, and I'm all for it. Hell yeah. Good stuff. What, what do you think? Um... Oh, for the Good Brothers versus, well, Carl Anderson. First of all, let's go back to the innuendos because we, we were right back. <laughs> and if you don't know, YouTube, <laughs> Carl Anderson versus Mike Bennett with Maria Canellis. Clownery to the highest order. I like how they tried to do the callback to it. And in the end, I do think Maria Canellis needs to be banned from ringside. However, I will say that's not going to stop Honor No More from cheating. But it would be nice for it to be a decisive win either way. So I like the idea of having a decisive win either way. But we all know honor no more, Coach. They honor no more. No more honor. Why wouldn't they cheat? Come on now. If you want more information on the Good Brothers uh, contract situation, subscribe to Five Select. It's five bucks. Get in on it. Uh, yeah, good match. Really well matched up. These two guys know how to go. They know how to wrestle. I love a Carl Anderson spine buster. There's something about Anderson's and spine busters, Cresta. They always do the trick. Uh, and meanwhile, Mike Bennett, he just throws great discus forearms. He's just good. Uh, end of the match, Maria tries to get herself involved, of course. Matt Taven shows up. He tries to interfere. He kicks Carl Anderson in the face. Out comes Doc Gallows. He's okay, folks. He's totally fine. Joke slams Matt Taven on the apron. Anderson hits the gun stun, gets the win. They go right backstage. The Good Brothers are with Scott Demore. Scott Demore walks up to them and says it's time for the Good Brothers to defend their tag titles next week. Lone Star Stampede, so it's taped tomorrow night. Good Brothers take on OGK. Good Brothers call themselves the best tag team on the planet. Hint, hint, hint. And then it's a too sweet, too sweet for Scott. And they tell the Good Brothers to go shut the mouths of Honor No More. Hooray. I think I don't know more about to win these tag titles, and I'm already upset. And I've, I've, I'm at the, with the seven stages of grief, I'm at acceptance. <laughs> We've been talking about it for weeks, months now, that it was inevitable. OGK winning the tag titles, though, is a great, that's a great get, because those two as a tag team are phenomenal. Like, mm. Taven and Bennett are a wonderful tag team. 
I'm looking forward to the matches that they have. I'm looking forward to them kind of breaking off from the traditional honor no more rhetoric that mm-hmm. Eddie Edwards talks about later. We'll get there. Uh, if we can see OGK be OGK and do the heat spots that aren't just like annoying, nonsensical honor no more speak, I'll be happy. Let them be the kingdom. Don't let them be honor no more. Let me ask you a question then. Sure. Do you think Heath interferes in that match to screw over honor no more? No. And I think because of what happened during the Edward Edwards promo, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to get involved with OGK. Okay. I think he's gone as far as he can trying to take on OGK. I think now he's after the top dog. That's fair. That's very yeah. fair. We're in the back. Tasha Steeles is with Savannah Evans and a doctor named Ross Foreman. If you know, you know. He's asking the doctor. Tasha's like, hey, what's wrong? Tell me what's going on. And <laughs> Dr. Foreman's just like, uh, some uh, I- internal damage. Uh, they're going to need to run more time. First of all, if this is a doctor, run away. If that's your doctor ever, if anyone, if a doctor ever gives you that kind of treatment, run. Just don't, don't buy, get, get a second opinion. Do not stick around. That was some hesitation. That was the most unbelievable sports entertainment I've ever seen in my entire life. He didn't even try. Bless his heart though. He got a check. <laughs> I feel like this doctor would be a really good media guy maybe a really good pr director uh maybe at a, at a, at a big uh, wrestling company but he, i don't think he's a doctor so anyway gm miller catches up with tasha steels as she leaves and uh they tasha steels calls killer kelly a no good freddy krueger looking strawberry shortcake raggedy and heifer and killer kelly is behind her back chokes out tasha steels and killer kelly says don't worry sweetie when i finish you I won't come from behind. You'll see me. Just join the swing of dungeon. Come on now. <laughs> they need a lady. Come on now. <laughs> Blue Chew, this is your opportunity to sponsor this podcast. And we'll do it all the time because Killer Kelly decided to tell us that when she finishes you, she won't come from behind. And if you want to come from, no, we can't even do it because we don't have, we don't have a sponsor to do this with. Hit us up. We can get all this stuff out here, but you decided you got it. We'll get there anyway. You know what? Between me, you and Denise Salcedo, we got this. We are a positive people. We support all people. (laughs) Do whatever you do. Just make sure you're safe about it. Don't be silly. I can't say the next part of that. Just saying. I'm just saying. Jason Hotch is a new Impact Wrestling Superstar. He won the Arnold Classic, got himself an Impact contract, debuted tonight against Bupinder Gujar. Ryan Myers is on commentary. So clearly, this match is absolutely not about Jason Hotch versus Bupinder Gujar. Before we went on air, I mm-hmm. said there were two matches that could have been done in an email. This is the first one. Okay, that's fair. Um, I do like that the Gujar Meyer story gets progressed through this. Mm-hmm. It gives a new guy uh, a little bit of something to look at, which is great. Um, you know, just just a new guy that you know. He, I'm watching him on social media. He's getting he's getting a bunch of pins. He's getting a bunch of people retweeting him. It's great. He had a good showing. Uh, he's going to get better. He's only 25 years old, and I like that Brian Myers put him over. I like mm-hmm. that Brian Myers continues to put over Bupinder Gujar as well. Yes. He doesn't make Gujar look like an idiot. 
uh, Gujar hits a spine buster at one point, and Myers is like, that's a perfect spine buster. Like, and Myers is a legitimate wrestling coach. Like, he's, he uh-huh. teaches this stuff. And uh, he says, you know, Gujar, I like him, but I want him to earn the digital media championship. Well, obviously he did, and then Myers cheated. And that's what the whole commentary is doing. It's just like, you cheated to uh-huh. win, and then they're doing that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Gujar gets the win with the gargoyle spear. And post-match, Myers comes in, suckers Gujar, and then hits that implant DDT. And then he tells referee Scott Armstrong, start, Scott Armstrong, easy for me to say, uh, to count the pin as if it's a legit match. And Scott's like, no, I'm going to do that. And then they argue, and then Bupinder Gujar hits the gargoyle spear on Myers. And then Armstrong gets a quick three in, and Gujar steals the Impact Digital Media Championship. He didn't and steal he, it. That, he, he was a he match. with it. It wasn't nope. that he said, how about now? Mm, the bell didn't ring, but he agreed to it. And then, I mean, he learned from you. He learned from your mentor. Walk it out with a title that don't. Mm. That's fair. That's that's fair. <laughs> After the match. Well, first of all, Brian, uh, Scott Armstrong in the back is kind of like, he gestures as if he kind of won it, but obviously nothing official doesn't raise uh-huh. Gujar's hands. But then they're backstage. Gujar's walking around with that digital media championship. And uh, Armstrong walks back and says, you know, Brian Myers is a jerk, but that digital media championship win, that wasn't legitimate. Gujar being, you know, the good guy that he is says, I know I didn't win the title, but if Brian Myers wants it, he can come and get it back from me if he wants it. Uh-huh. I like that. I like it because Gujar has been led around by the short hairs for long enough and he's like forget this if the dude wants it he can come and get it now there's a bit of fire under bupinder gujar and i love that that's great also like you said you've been leading this man around for weeks at this point so now you want your title back you got to fight me for it which i want you to do anyway and we'll have a title match yeah easy as that and again the digital media championship is largely inconsequential but it's Mm. it's fun and yeah. they're not making it look stupid by having this Gujar and Myers uh, feud. I think everyone is being elevated by it yes. as silly as it can be. I agree. I agree. Uh, earlier in the night, Josh Alexander is lacing up his boots and Vincent walks in and Vincent's like, hey, we need to start making friends around here. And it's nothing personal. It's just business. And I'm just like, what? That's, um, that, that, that's ongoing tonight, by the way. Me being like, what? Whenever, yeah. whenever someone from Violent... Or, uh, from honor no more speaks to me uh vincent sympathizes with josh for some reason okay and then josh is like i don't like mind games meanwhile he just played mind games with alex shelley last month uh and then vincent will need sympathy after he gets hit with a c4 spike and he walks out and i'm just like okay that segment i wrote one line that said this be described like this lol i don't play mind games beat it Don't let the door hit you on the way out. That was fun. Uh, Vincent versus Josh Alexander was actually a really good match. I really enjoyed this. Um, Very easygoing match. Very simple match. It gets your champion on the show. Uh, He gets the victory with the C4 spike out of the... uh, So Vincent hits a guillotine, and then Josh Alexander turns it into a falcon arrow, and then a C4 spike gets a quick win. It's a good little match, and it didn't make Vincent look bad. That was the most important thing for me. What did you think of this match? This was the second match that I thought could have been an email. <laughs> I thought so. Like, I understand that it played into the larger angle at the end, and the match itself wasn't bad, but what was the point of this? That's how I felt like, what was the point of this? I think that these are two great talents. I just feel like an angle throughout probably would have been more effective because 
Vincent, you wasn't going to beat this man up. And even if you did, are you going to beef with Eddie Edwards and say, I deserve a title shot too? I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it because it kind of seemed like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And someone, Eddie Edwards, probably going to come out and yell at you for a couple of minutes. And then some shenanigans is going to happen. And what happened? Some shenanigans. Out comes comes Edward Edwards. And he's like, hey, Josh, congratulations. You know, at Bound for Glory, we will be opponents. But it doesn't mean that we need to be enemies. And I'm like, what in the grade eight bullshit are we doing here? That's a, please take this finger poke of doom because I. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but. The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't want to get beat up. I realized that halfway through the whole segment because I was like, oh my God, shut up, Edward Edward. Please, please. That's like, you don't want to get beat up. <laughs> and he's like, this is a bigger war. It's a never ending war of this industry trying to break down warriors into mindless grunts who don't stand up for themselves. At this point, I'm like, someone took a word of the day calendar, put it on their fridge, and was just like, what makes sense? What's going to work here? And this is what he came out with. Again, what? Eddie's like, I chose to stand up to impact. And then he calls the fans ignorant animals. And it's Chicago. So, you know, he's right. But apparently, Cresta, <laughs> here's the here's the tea. And I love this part. Someone on Twitter remarked that apparently at the tapings, at this point, Eddie sat down on the ramp and the crowd shouted, shut the F up at him for like a solid minute or two. And of course, you have to edit that out. But it was if they had kept, if they can put that somewhere and on the digital media side of things or at least or just bleep it. I don't know. I get why they wouldn't want to air that because mm-hmm. it's just a lot of work just to edit the chance. Um, 
it, it's still really good heat. I'll give Eddie that one. I mean, to me, to me, let me preface and say that I am not a Miz fan, but to me, it's getting Miz levels of heat. And like, it's, it's that fine line of annoying and wow, you're a good heel because I really dislike you. <laughs> so it's towing that line for me and it's getting to the point for me, it's getting to Miz levels. Where I'm like, Jesus, please. But I will give credit where credit is due. You don't want to get beat up. So you are pulling out the Vincent, the mind game. You are doing everything because that C4 spike looks gnarly. And I would yep. not want to take that either. <laughs> Edwards is like, hey, which side are you on? And I'm like, what? And then says, we can stand together in this war. What? Why? <laughs> I'm at the top of the mountain. Why? Finally, Heath stops this shit. Thank the Lord. Hits a wake up call on Edward Edwards. And he shrugs it and kind of just walks off. So clearly Heath is like, I don't care about the championship. I don't care about the Mm -hmm. title right now. I just want to beat the shit of honor no more and break them down. I'm fine with that because like I told you earlier, I feel like Heath's going to get involved in the match or at least leading up to the match for Edward Edwards and Josh Alexander. That's my feeling. I love that we now just call him Edward Edwards. Hell yeah. He calls himself (laughs) Edward Edwards on Twitter. I love that. Uh, By the way, there is one Honor No More member that I want to see Josh Alexander face. Who? I want to see him face PCO. They haven't had a one-on-one match in Impact Wrestling yet. And I want to see those two face off. To quote the great French Canadians, no. <laughs> Why not? That would be phenomenal. Think about PCO and Josh. Come on. Two Canadians just beating the shit out of each other? Can't go wrong. For sports entertainment purposes, yes. There yes. it is. Yes. You have to really think about, like, you you do, you do wouldn't want to see that, Cresta. Don't lie. Don't you would be lie. all over it. You'd be all over it. <laughs> Just like I'm all over you guys to tell you to leave a thumbs up and donate a super chat. Support us here at Fightful.com. And it really, just for Cresta and I, so that we can be like, hey, Sean, look at us. We make money on the show. Please keep us around. Uh, Raj Singh and Shira start talking, and then they're interrupted by Moose and Macklin yelling downstairs for some reason. And then Sammy runs up, beats both men up, and they do this thing that I absolutely hate. There's a camera outside, Cresta. Why is there a camera outside waiting for these men to beat each other up? I don't know. I don't care. It takes me away from it. Either way, Sammy's like, hey, I'll kill you. And then Macklin's bleeding and everyone's bleeding. They run barbed wire across Sammy Callahan and they beat him down some more. And I'm at that point, I'm just like, cool, it's going to be a barbed wire massacre match at Victory Road. And lo and behold, before the main event, Sammy challenges both men to barbed wire massacre at Victory Road. Hooray. So I only have two critiques because I popped. (laughs) One why even have these poor guys try to cut it? I went to write backstage and then the camera had already left them. <laughs> I was like, darn. Why well, at that point, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go get some cake. Y'all hungry? That's messed up. And then like Sammy Callahan, I cannot watch his matches because my stomach is weak. But that man plays a crazy a crazy person far too well. And I love it. I love it. I pop up for all of his crazy death matches. I love it. The matches I can't watch. But it's like the whole thing is funny. I, I love it. But it's like, honestly, do you really trust? First of all, is that a handicap match? Is it a three-way? Who's the winner? So when I watch BTI, I there are two segments that I watch. 
One is the match, of course, because mm-hmm. we talk about it on the show. And the other thing is, I can't believe I'm about to admit this. Iceman Intels. I'm going to say Mr. Jersey guy. <laughs> the guy who speaks like this, like he's an old timey radio man. I don't get it. George Iceman, I don't get it. I, I, I'm sure you're real good, but I do not get the voice. I'm sure if you speak to him, he speaks to you normally. But mm-hmm. George Iceman Intels sometimes has some fun stuff. And he's like, there's something afoot between Moose and Macklin. They're best friends, but they don't want you to know. And I'm just like, all right, cool. So I guess they're doing a thing where they're actually together, even though they're fighting each other downstairs in the basement of the venue for some reason. I think it's going to it's gonna be a triple threat by the sounds of it. But it feels mm-hmm. like it's going to be mostly two men beating up on Sammy. And then the two guys are just going to be like, well, we're still not friends. They're going to beat each other up, cancel each other out. And Sammy's going to get the pin. Do you think, do you think it becomes a situation? Cause I feel like there was a fourth player in this feud and I just can't remember who the fourth person was. I could be bugging. I, I don't know. But now I'm really tempted to speak like George Iceman, 1950s <laughs> radio star. Who said you can't talk out. like that? Who said you can't talk like that? I mean, next week I won't be able to be as boisterous as this because my baby will be sleeping in the next room. But I don't have that this week, so it's okay. <sighs> yeah, the Iceman gimmick is weird. I love you, George. I'm sure you're a wonderful human being. I just don't understand the gimmick. <laughs> but I do understand the Jessica gimmick because it's sick. I loved it. <laughs> she takes on Alicia Edwards, uh, or just Alicia, because... We don't know that she and Eddie Edwards are still together. Why isn't Alicia a part of Honor No More? Why why did she not do the thing with her husband like Maria? Like, why aren't Maria and Alicia being like badasses running Honor No More? Like, why isn't that? Because she knows what's up. She knows what's up. (laughs) Say what you will, but she's smart. She knows what's up. You can't get her. (laughs) What do you think? What do you think dinner is like with like the Edwards couple? Like Alicia and, uh, and Eddie, like, what, what what happens? Eddie's just like, I don't know, man. You should be joining the cause. And Lish is just like, Eddie, we've talked about this like a hundred times. I, I'm, I'm happy. I like what I'm doing. I don't want to wear black all the time and be like, damn the man. No, I'm good. The man's all right. The man is paying me more than he pays you. And Eddie's just like, wait, what? You get paid more than me? And then it's just like a whole thing. I don't understand it, but that's just the way it is. I feel like Lish just looks at him and is like, I don't, I don't, no, no. No, no. <laughs> if they did a thing where Alicia said no to honor no more, then this whole thing is null and void. But I still want to think about the dinners because I'm sure they're still having dinner together. I'm sure they're still like, hey, hey, can we talk about the man? And Alicia's like, uh, no, not tonight. It gives I very have... much the way Johnny Gargano vibes when you describe <laughs> it like that. It gives very much that. <laughs> PCO is Dexter Loomis. Anyway, so Jessica is making her debut and she's sick. Rosemary comes out to the decay music and then you get this, because I'm sick. And Jessica comes out. Uh, Great pink battle coat. Got to put that over. Rosemary gives Jessica the battle paint and it's a squash match. It's what it's expected. Uh, Jessica does that sitting splash, which I love that the the, kind of like bottom basement splash. That's what Dewdrop used to do or still Uh does also in WWE. It's what... It's, it's what you do when you are a larger competitor than your opponent. And then Jessica is using the greetings from Asbury Park. Thank you, Bam Bam Bigelow. We miss you. Uh, Jessica gets the win over Alicia Edwards. I'm sure she wants to join Honor No More now. No, girl. <laughs> oh, I, 
I like the match, honestly. I think one of the things we were talking about last week was, is she going to change her moveset? Is it going to be different? I actually really thought that it was very, I don't know how to describe it besides fun, spunky, upbeat, almost like uh, that game for the Switch or the Wii U with the squids and the guns. I can't think of it. Thank you, Splatoon. Again, Who's the gamer Splatoon. now? <laughs> you caught me. Fraud. Fraud detected. <laughs> Uh, you uh, twitch.tv slash fightful gaming period pull up we'll play games with you and you can educate <laughs> hello uh so that's that's the jessica match uh anything to add to that it was sick <laughs> nice nice i don't think anyone else is making that joke on any of their post shows damn it i will say rosemary was pleasantly surprised but i felt like she was more like the disgruntled mom the goth mom who sees her kid in all pink like be who you are, but uh. <laughs> I love the idea and the irony of doing that too, right? Normally, it's like the crazy mom was like, "My kid's goth, and it's just a phase." Now it's Rosemary, the goth mom, being like, "It's just a phase. She'll come back to me. I swear. <laughs> she'll she'll do it. She'll see the light. It's good She's stuff." Had it. <laughs> Well, I haven't had it with y'all yet. So we're in the home stretch. We're going to talk about the main event. We're going to talk about next week on Impact. Good Brothers are going to take on OGK for the tag titles. Very excited for that match. Masha Slamovich takes on Deanna Perrazzo for number one contendership to the Knockouts World Championship at Bound for Glory. And Mickey James is back making an appearance because they're in Dallas. I'm excited for that. What do you think Mickey James is going to have to say after walking out and having some things to think about, she said. Can we talk about how Impact made a screw job package for Mickey James. It just played loss after loss. After, I'm like, damn, like she really wasn't giving y'all hardcore country as a knockout women's champion. Like that was funny. So now I'm thinking, oh, Perrazzo versus Masha. Oh, you getting screwed. <laughs> you definitely getting screwed. You getting screwed. Oh, Masha's definitely going after Grace. You get screwed. And honestly, the way y'all played it in the package, Green literally screwed her twice, bro. Like, oh, I'm here for it. Sports entertainment. I'm here for it. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait for her to give a heartfelt thank you for coming back. And later on in the night, she's hitting someone with a lead pipe. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Who's she hitting with a lead pipe, though? Green. Oh, absolutely. She hitting green and being slippery to throw Perazzo off her game. Oh, absolutely. If she don't hit Perazzo, both both of them. I changed my answer. Both of them. <laughs> Masha. Do we do Masha and Mickey versus Vexed? Or is it Mickey and Jordan Grace versus Vexed? Yes. To both of them. <laughs> I think they'll do another one-on-one -on -one with Green and, and Mickey. I do. Maybe at Bound for Glory. Maybe that's... I, I don't know. Maybe not. No, maybe it bound for glory. If Masha doesn't, again, there's a lot of there's a lot going on. Next week we'll have a better idea if it's Masha True. or Diana, and it feels like it feels like it's Masha bound for Could glory. Could be a three way because it's screwy finish three way, and this way people look protected or whatever it is, but someone still comes out looking strong. It could be that. And honestly, Masha versus Grace versus Perazzo, I for one am not mad. I am I am okay with that. I'm quite okay with. That. I'm going to pull this up from the chat. Hopefully we get to see Nick Aldis and Jonathan Gresham in Impact soon. So Gresham aside, because we've uh -huh. seen Gresham in Impact and he he was great. He put on the Ring of Honor championship before Ring of Honor was bought out by AEW. Great. Um, Nick Aldis is currently, they're doing a thing in the NWA where he's got heat with William Patrick Corgan and he's out uh -huh. of the title match, yada, yada, yada. If Mickey's making an appearance at Impact, I would love 
for them to have Nick show up and do something. I know he's contracted with NWA, but that doesn't mean that people can't work across other promotions, right? We're uh-huh. about to talk about that when we talk about Motor City Machine Guns and, and Time Machine. Uh, even Time Machine itself, right? Kushida is yeah. a New Japan star working Impact Wrestling. There's room there to have shit. Nick Aldis was just on Slammiversary. He was a member of the OGs, right? He was a member of the, the OG yeah. Impact team. He came so, in and said a few words and left. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was there. So all this coming in to do impact stuff could be fun. I don't hate it, uh, especially if it's Mickey. Maybe him and Mickey versus Eddie Everett and Alicia. No. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I had to go there. Uh, Mickey James and Nick Aldis versus I, I don't know who. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, Chelsea Green and uh, that guy she married. So there you go. That's how I bring Nick Aldis back. Do a mixed tag with those two. We've seen it before, but I'd like to see it again. VVD, earlier in the night, Violet by Design, they're talking about the sickness showed up and how it's powerful. Mm-hmm. Cresta, they're doing something that when we used to do watch-alongs on Twitch for Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling on Thursday nights, back when Impact was streaming on Twitch, and they're like, co-stream all you want. I don't care. And we would take advantage of that. So myself and Steven Jensen, who hosts the Weekender podcast and the spotlight uh-huh. here on Fightful.com, uh, we would watch the show and we'd usually chat with everyone while we're doing this. They brought back the stupid mouth close-ups in the promos. Have you seen this before? I haven't noticed it. They say they say something and then they repeat oh, it. Oh, yeah. The sickness. And they just, they, they do it again. And they... They brought it back to the promos, and I, I get that they're trying to be like, this is the violent by design of old. This is what you're used to, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, they're out to conquer the world. Spoiler alert, they, they lost. Uh, but either way, they're like, violent by design transcends time. They are everyone and everywhere. And I'm like, VBD is God. That's great. Here we are. And then they're like, time machines, time is up. So the main event tonight was Jacket Time Machine versus Violent by Design. Very good match, Cresta. Holy shit. Yeah, I called him Jacket. I just realized when you said Jacket Time, it's like, wait a minute, just a second. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't hate their promo. To to the to Eric Young's credit, Violent by Design is the past, present, and future. I feel like Eric Young would be the past. Joe Doring now is still on a good tear. He's the present. And Diener, especially in the last match, Diener's been putting on for a very long time. Diener absolutely, once he breaks free of that, Diener's going to be a star. And I cannot wait for that. He's a star now. And we talk about it very frequently. Again, death, taxes, Diener eats the pin. That's just the way it is in Violent by Design. (laughs) 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 And I love Diener. Again, he had a great match this past weekend at Greektown Wrestling. Shout out to them. Uh, But, you know, that's just what you expect when when they Mm. lose the match. Literally nobody else loses. So Eric Young doesn't take the pin. Big Joe definitely doesn't take the pin. It's always Diener. And and in, when you're in a trio, you always have that person. Yeah. Right? It was for the longest time in WWE for New Day. I believe it was Xavier Woods who kept yep. getting the pin, right? It was never Big E because Big E's the big dude. It was never Kofi because Kofi's the veteran. And guess what we have here? We have the big dude and the veteran. So you pay your dues. That's just what it is. Diener's not going to grow his hair long and become a redneck again. So it doesn't matter. Maybe they mentioned <laughs> commentary mentioned they spliced it in that Motor City Machine Guns are going to be performing. Sorry, not performing. They're going to be wrestling at All Out. 
How are you feeling about this? They're going to be teaming up with Jay Lethal to take on the team of Wardlow and FTR at All Out on pay-per-view. How do you feel about uh, Motor City Machine Guns at All Out? So Sanjay did all of that screaming, lost his pencil just not to wrestle. So I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I absolutely love Sanjay. He gets so worked up. He, I love him. I absolutely love him. It's like when I see Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, I'm like, these are some wrestling uncles, some wrestling granddads who've had it. But I expect a technical match, but I absolutely expect FTR to beat that team up. Maybe even Lethal take the pin. And I don't like, I, 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 I'm happy to see the match. But at the same time, why isn't Sanjay Dutt at uh, uh, Satman Singh wrestling? I, I thought that was the build. I thought that, I'm happy to see Impact get it shot. Absolutely. They deserve every Motor City Machine Guns any time. Before all of that, why not just have Jacket Time, jacket time Machine do it? Yes. It's catching on. Jacket Time Machine. Like, Hashtag why not do it like that? Let me give you my feelings. Uh-huh. Um. I'm so happy that Motor City Machine Guns are going to be on an AEW pay-per-view. I'm so excited to watch that match because I know that it's going to be a very good match. Mm. What I don't like is that Motor City Machine Guns are also very much faces in Impact Wrestling. They are very much cheered by the audience for not only who they are, but also the type of matches that they have. Uh-huh. Why are they teaming with Jay Lethal? Well, it's going to be up to AEW to explain that there's history there, but I don't really trust AEW because of the past that they have with Impact. I don't trust that announced team to go in depth and actually discuss it. Excalibur making two comments a week before a pay-per-view isn't going to do it. So I'm not a big fan of that. Um, Again, love Motor City Machine Guns working on a big crowd. They deserve that. 100%. Shouldn't have been them. If, and a lot of people are saying it's going to lead to Motor City Machine Guns versus FTR. Honestly, I think it's going to lead to them, but it ain't going to be an impact. I think it's going to be in New Japan. Ring of Honor, maybe? No, because why? Motor City, like Motor City showing up in New Japan makes more sense because True. they just they they would. I don't see them showing up in, in, in another Tony Khan venture just to do ROH, right? It would make sense yeah. to them. For, it, this is the Motor City Machine Gun Tour. This isn't the FTR Tour. Because That's Motor fair. City Machine Guns also don't hold the Impact tag titles. And if the FTR world, they, they, if their whole tunnel vision is being the best in champions, they should be going after the next tag team champions, not Motor City Machine Guns in Impact world. Agreed. Agreed. No, I agree with that. That's a that's a fair statement. It's just curious, like you said, what what happens now, and why why do you put these face with someone who's clearly a heel within your promotion? But like you said, hopefully Excalibur, because you know he's going to be the only one to explain it. <laughs> sure as hell is going to be Chris Jericho yelling at me for an hour on Rampage, telling me why this is important. Maybe Taz. <laughs> so yeah, like there's someone in the chat talking about FTR versus Aussie Open for the New Japan Strong <laughs> Tag Titles. That's great. We can do that. Add Motor City Machine Guns, make it a three-way, sure. It's just, like, I don't know. Uh, I, if Motor City Machine Guns are hopefully not going to eat a pin. It's not going to be like Wardlow beating the shit out of three littler guys than him. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm afraid of. Again, so excited to see Motor City Machine Guns at All Out. Absolutely, I think though. the crowd's going to give them a huge ovation. I think that crowd will absolutely know it's Chicago. These fans will know who they are. They'll know how great this team is. 
I just don't trust AEW to tell the story of what Motor City Machine Guns bring to the table outside of them teaming with Jay Lethal. I think what you said there at the end is very important about the fans. I think that no matter how, even if there's a practice, say, we're jerk asses, so they get out there, that crowd's all go, it doesn't matter. You in Chicago, Chicago and New York, we know what's up. We will cheer you. We will burn that house down. Literally, second city. We will burn it down. So let's dig into the match. VVD versus Jacket Time Machine. I'm sorry. <laughs> One day I'm stopping. I'll stop. I'll stop. VVD versus Time Machine. Uh, first of all, there's there's a hesitation dropkick from Saban to Eric Young. While Kushida and Shelly are holding uh, Eric Young's legs split onto the ring post. That was really cool. I thought that was innovative. Not only because it's like hit the head and he's going to hit your dick too. So he's going to be in pain. It's good stuff. I like that. Um, good sneaky tags from Time Machine. I think that's really, really fun. Shows that all these men, while they haven't teamed together as a trio, they have definitely teamed together as oh. uh, as independently tag teams. By the way, imagine if, if if Time Machine was able to compete in the trios tournament in AEW. I was thinking that. I'm like, oh, you're going to need contenders. And I know y'all like to dip in uh, Impact's pond all the time. And what if on a sneaky yickety, I can see it, I can see it, I can see it. And do another interpromotion. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes, steal it, yes. <laughs> Do that because New Japan's on good with AEW and clearly Motor City Machine Guns come in. Have have the I mean, I don't want I don't want Kenny and the Bucks to take on time splitters or uh, time machine and beat the shit out of them. But anyway, it would be a good match. That's fine. Uh VVD does a huge like triple team stuff. Like you've got Doring's big power slam, Diener does a diving headbutt, Young does the elbow drop, and it's 2.9. So I love it. It's good stuff. And then of course Motor City Machine Guns come in, they do a double team on Diener. And then they do it to Eric Young. They do the facial, which is, yes, it's called the facial. Don't don't make that face at me. Uh, it's front chancery into a basement dropkick. Okay, they call it the facial. Scott DeMore said it at Ric Flair's last match. It's called the facial. That's just what it's called. Cresta, it's called the facial. Um, and then they do a triple facial, by the way, by doing it to Big Joe with the double kick, the, the, the facial. Johnny Swinger is in the fucking dungeon right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Swingman, I want to talk to you. Let's do an interview. Triple facial. That's how it goes. Three kicks for Diener, followed by a cradle shock DDT. Time machine win. And like I said, death taxes and Diener eats the pin. Cresta, anything to add on this match? What'd you think? How do you feel? Are we going to see more from this team sometime and somewhere? I went to the bathroom right at the the very end segment. I'm thinking, okay, I have a few seconds. I go pee, whatever. Come back. It's over. All I hear announced from the bathroom, the winner, Jacket Time Machine. Thanks a lot. Thank, that's not what I wrote. I wrote Time <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So anyway. Got, <laughs> Got him. So anyway, I'm like, the match itself was good, but now it's kind of like, all right, violent by design. What, what's, what is transpiring here? And to shout back to what you said earlier, you can give us all the throwback uh vbd vignettes you want but old vvd wasn't losing this vbd is so uh what's the problem what's with the attitude pal what's going on what's going on is eric young gonna make excuses again for diener are you the problem because you were in that match too young and 
maybe it was just me and maybe I'm looking for something where there's nothing. There was a spot where Eric Young got kicked in the knee and he he went out the ring and Joe Dorn didn't get touched at all, but he got out to go check on Eric Young while Dina is in there fighting for his life, like someone who said something stupid in the comments. I'm like, why wouldn't you go help this man if he's the one who's going to end up eating the pin and y'all, you know this. Something's got to give. And I'm not saying they're on the timer like I am with Honor No More, like, yo, come on. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, there has to be another layer. Because at some point, you guys either need to start winning. And if I'm not mistaken, they won. Um, didn't they win against um, uh, Jacket Time before? <laughs> Am I wrong? Because now you got me messed up. Now I can't even think. Jacket time, and that's just the best. Is it? Wait, wasn't two of them wrestling when Alex Shetty? Shetty, Jesus, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I can't speak. The woman was too stunned to speak. (laughs) Uh, Are you talking about the uh, the match with uh, the Kushida and and Saban at emergence against EY and Diener? Yes, didn't they win that? Diener and Eric Young won that match. So then what's what's transpiring then? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you win, bunch, you lose, bunch you of losers. win. <laughs> bunch of losers. Time Machine are losers right now. They need to rebuild. That is why Motor City Machine Guns will go into All Out and probably lose as well. <laughs> or they'll get a big win. It'll be a, a statement win because Saddam Singh will get involved in, like, cost war low or something. If Sanjay Judge shows up, Put your boots on. <laughs> you can't do all of that and then show it like I'm just here. No, put your boots on. <laughs> Either way, that was Impact Wrestling for August 25th. The show, I mean, listen, I thought it pushed a lot of things forward. We got a lot of time until Bound for Glory. I know uh-huh. the Victory Road is somewhere in the middle in September, but there's a good amount of time. So there's a good amount of storytelling. I didn't hate this. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. Some of the matches didn't need to be there, but it also kind of worked as a way to push other stories forward which Mm -hmm. i appreciated right the digital media championship was moved forward the impact world championship match with eddie edwards and uh and josh alexander they kind of moved that forward through the match with vincent so it it made sense it didn't suck uh and and so i it was a good match it was a good show and uh, a good showing for you is if you uh, subscribe over to fightful select for five bucks we're almost we're getting to we're getting to ten thousand cresta we're gonna do it when we get to ten thousand Sean Ross Sapp has like a billion things that he's talking about doing, but at 9,000, how about this? At 9,000, how about I tell the story about how I basically weaseled my way into a job at Fightful? I respect that. I oh, yeah. respect that. <laughs> Started back in 2019 at a venue that has since been bulldozed. We'll get to that story at 9,000 subscribers at Fightful Select. Also on Fightful Select right now, if you want all the information talking about Rudy Tootie, Worky Shooty, all the stuff going on in AEW, because God knows there's a lot of it. You want to hear about Eddie Kingston, you want to talk about Sammy Guevara, you want to talk about, I don't know, CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page, well, I don't know what you do, Thunder Rosa and, and Jamie Hayter and uh, everybody, basically everybody hates everybody at AEW is what I'm getting from all this. <laughs> so go to subscribe to Fightful Select, hear why everybody hates everybody. Sean dropped Q&A today, did it live, sometimes he does them live, and uh, WWE Draft News if you're into that stuff, and of course Sour Graps, list goes on, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Cresta, after last night's AEW, I was very close to pitching Sean on my own AEW Sour Grab show. I have since decided not to. That is Alex's gimmick. We'll let him keep it. I took a week off, if most of you guys don't know, from wrestling. Had to get my life together, but I tuned in. I was like, you know, I'm having dinner. 
Let me go ahead and watch. And what do I see on AEW television last night at 9 o'clock? CM Punk versus John Moxley. And I'm thinking it's going to be an hour. I'm so excited. Two minutes later. Ah, oh, what the? <laughs> so I feel you in that moment about the sour grass. You just look like a... Well, well, there were some other things. Trust me, <laughs> there were some other things, but we won't get into it. How about this? How about I'll talk about it on my show on Tim and Joel Call in the Ring on Fightful Overbooked Sunday at noon Eastern. <sighs> we'll have a lot to talk about and we'll talk about it then. Sunday noon Eastern, youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Go and follow us over there. Cresta, let's get the hell out of here. Where can the people find you on the internet? Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. My name is Cresta Star. You can find me on all forms of social media besides Twitter at Cresta Star, C-R-E-S-T-A-S-T-A-R-R. If you want to go to my link tree, it's super easy. Right down below, Cresta D Star. You click the link tree and all the things are here. Even this, even this podcast, YouTube, Facebook, all of that, and the link. And Joe Pearl, where can the lovely people find you? Oh, I'm not hard to find. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Fightful Overbooked is the other place where I drop the content. We do it every day. And here at Fightful, it's this show. That's where you find me. I, sometimes I pop up on other stuff. It basically, if like Vince McMahon retires or CM Punk decides to, to walk out or something, I don't know. Whatever happens, sometimes I end up on breaking new shows with Sean Ross App. If not, Thursday nights with Cresta, that's where I'm at. What's going on this week? What, what are we doing? Uh, tomorrow, it's Friday. It's Friday, if you're listening to this, the, the SmackDown and AEW Rampage post show is going to go on. That's uh, Kate Elizabeth and uh, Alex Cardoza. They do that. Uh, we've got uh, Grab City on Saturday, as always, and uh, there's NWA pay-per-view this weekend, so good luck. I don't know if there's going to be anything other than The Weekender with Steven Jensen talking about it on Fightful Select. Until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, let's get out of here, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye.